When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. They're calling it, what they're calling it, is it like Barbie and Heimer? Barbie Heiner. How's it, what, do you know what I mean? It's like Barbie and Oppenheimer. Are you watching both? Same time. I, I don't know. Really? I'll definitely watch Barbie. I don't know about Oppenheimer though. What about you? Probably the total opposite. You're going to, you know what, you're not watching bothering with Barbie? No. I had you down as a proper Barbie fan. <sighs> but me and you was arguing about this the other day, about Christopher Nolan. No. Because I, I said, well, I didn't say that I thought the quote was on. Not, not well, yeah, you were wrong. All right, I, we're arguing. I said like only, I've been seeing, you said I was wrong. I've been seeing Premier League greatest 11s without Roy Keane in them. And um, people go, everyone can have an opinion. You can. Yeah. Some can be wrong. And that's wrong. But yeah, Roy Keane's in the greatest Premier League all time. Yeah, of course he is. Start there and right. figure everyone else out. Right, that's fair enough. You know what I hate about them, though, is people that will put someone in who's literally never won a Premier League title and actually cost his team a Premier League title. They'll put him in yeah. over someone who's the captain of the greatest Premier League side ever. That makes no sense. But I think Dunkirk for me was just, it was all right. I don't know. I do like Christopher Nolan though. So, Where's he yeah. from? He's weird in it because he's got like, a, have you ever heard him speak? He's got like one of those American English accents. You know, like Lloyd Grossman. Do you remember him? Yeah, so. Yeah, it's like, do you know why? Like, you, you don't watch Succession, do you? Uh, well, there's a guy in that called Tommy who's got a. a Shut the fuck up or I'm yeah, a conversation. Trying to talk. Don't do your thing. So I'm rude. Here. I'm having my own little show. Who is that anyway? And what's he doing here in America? The question is, what are y'all doing here in America? <laughs> what are y'all doing in America? What are y'all right? doing here? Starters, it's what are you doing here in America? Yeah, because last time I checked in America, what are you lot doing here? What was that? What, what was that? What was that? <laughs> Yo's lot. It's you lot. Leeds. It's you. Yeah. Oh, it's you lot. What are you lot doing? Okay. Leeds! We're here in America because we bring content from okay. the globe. We're international fam. I hear yeah. that. Okay. So we've been at the presses today. Uh-huh. Well, we were there. Were you there? Mm, were you there? Physically. Physically, you were there because I was sat next to you. I definitely saw you. I could hear you breathing quite heavily. Were you there though? Did you even know where you were? I think you looked up at one point 
and had a look of surprise on your face when you realised that was Eric Tanag. You literally <laughs> went, you went like you went. <laughs> but then that look of surprise just turned into, oh, right, um, okay, that's, yeah, that's, in, that's interesting. Keep was, boring, aren't there was no excitement. Aren't they then. boring? What press conference? Yeah, I hate him. Eh? Why is he not going to answer that? Yeah, not going to answer that. It's like with us as well. We're not going to try and get anything controversial. Do you know what I mean? Like, let's. Oh, right, let's ask. I want to ask him whether he was muffin or bam because I've seen that like lit up social media over the week. I can't believe you're muffin. I can't believe you're anything but muffin because it's bam. fucking muffin. Chip bam. What are you, John? If you have a chip. Right, if you go to for starters, you ask him for a chip muffin. He's coming back with crisp and a fucking cake. Right, that is a very good comment and a very fair one. Right, fries, yeah, from the fry shop, as you call it. Okay, yeah. If you want it to be, yeah. Yeah. When you have it in some sort of bread roll type. See, that's the craziest thing. You put, you stick fries on in between bread. Yeah. Absolutely mental. Do you put gravy on Have your you fries, over oh, Hell yeah. Right, With cheese luck. and shit, but not... Cheese? Yeah, oh, it's a, Cheesy it's a chips are the devil's thing. work. Seriously. Cheese and gravy is. Yeah, that's, oh. a put, that's poutine. That's I a know gravy. it is. A... So what would you say then, right? If you went to the chipper, uh-huh. or the fries, friser, okay. and you said... <laughs> and you ordered a, a load of fries uh-huh. on some sort of bread, uh-huh. would you say chip balm, chip muffin, I would or say chip... Something else. First of all, they probably call me crazy, but I would say, can you stick a couple of fries in between some bread? Right. So you'd have to request it specially. Absolutely. Because they don't do it over here. Absolutely not. See, that's, that's part of the problem. See, Joe, wild. Like, all of the, because it's a chip curry muffin, right? Yeah. If you want a chip curry muffin, yeah. the ambiguity in each of those ingredients <laughs> of a chip curry muffin <laughs> could go so west. Yeah. Because you're thinking, for a chippy, you're yeah. looking at some sort of, Chinese inspired sort of affair, aren't you? Yeah. Right? But you could have Indian curry or yeah. English curry. Or English curry, yeah. Yeah. Like there's like you can literally steam into somewhere, uh-huh. yeah. order a chip curry muffin, yeah. and come out of anything from a chip curry muffin yeah. to like crisp cake and vindaloo. Yeah. It <laughs> as, as someone mashes all that together for yeah. you and goes, hey, Imagine that. Look. There you go, there's some crisps, a bit of vindaloo there, and there's a Cake, well, there's a blue weird muffin. combination, but we sorted it and it's all yeah, fresh. There you go, crazy. That'll be twelve pound, please. <laughs> um, there's loads of people in the chat in the comments. I will whiz through some of these in the super chat. James Kellen says he's been a member of the first team for sixteen months. He says evening, gents. Evening, John. Oh, he's getting he's getting name chats. Right. I know this is the <laughs> brute, but no to Mbappe to United. Thanks. As good as he is, he'd upset the camp. Enjoy America, lads. Yeah, and Mbappe. Something's broke on it with him being available. He's been left out of the squad going on to a friendly in Japan. So he's, well, he's they offered it. him a bill, didn't they? A, a bill? Was it like a five-year? Might have been ten. Yeah, it was a ten-year deal. Some, something crazy. And he went, no. If you want me to score 20 odd goals in League Un, you need to offer me more than that. Absolutely. Come on. Right. <laughs> well, we're not getting him, are we? Let's have it right. No, and I think it's just a complete load of bollocks. What, do you think he's just going to stay? Yeah, I, know, I just, yeah I, no, I actually think he probably does want to leave PSG, but I think the only way he's going is Real Madrid. Madrid yeah. And he's got to figure out how it works. That would make a lot of sense, wouldn't it, for that? Because they, they've not really done what they wanted to do last season. Um, Benzema's gone. You've got Haaland went to City, apparently. I, don't really, I didn't really notice him when he went there. He didn't really do much, but he, he went there. And Bappi's the only one who's available, who's... who's you know, you could go in there and smash it, couldn't he? Probably. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it does make sense. And also, they'll find the money. It's like, oh, we're skinned. But we've just found 500 million quid to, to 
by these two players. PSG are, no matter what, are going to be in some sort of a loss situation because Real Madrid know that they have the sort of winning factor, the winning advantage in terms of the transfer dealing here. Yeah. How, how does Florentino Perez, how does he always do this? How does it always happen for him like this? Follow the club as well. <laughs> Beautiful game, the way it should be. <laughs> Moyes M, M-O-I-Z-M, he's been a member of the first team for 90 months. Thanks for all your support, members. Thank Go you. and check out the members section. Thank Extra you. content from this tour, behind-the-scenes content, vlogs and all that stuff. Yeah. Says, lads, hope you're well. Hope you're doing well, sorry. Mm. Hope to maybe see you at the game tomorrow. FYI, Adidas on Fifth Avenue is having two United and two Arsenal players come in. 6 p.m. Arsed. Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be, that'll basically be two good players and two overrated ones. <laughs> yeah. Because let's have it right. I've seen a tweet before saying about Gabriel Martinelli, how he'd, he'd smashed. He destroyed. He'd ended Carl Walker's career. He'd carried Arsenal to a title challenge, and he'd done all. He'd, he'd battered United. He'd battered Chelsea. He'd done this all the age of twenty-one. I'm thinking none of that's true. Not any of that is true. Even in the minds of Arsenal fans, that's a loop. Yeah, it's amazing how deluded they are. It is. I was saying we were saying this earlier. I actually think Arsenal fans are creeping up there for me. I, I never thought I'd say this, but last season. What do you mean you say creeping up there? The well, fact you, that people you've been there, aren't you? Yeah, people you've been didn't there. want them to win the league, shown you. Like everyone should have been against what City were doing yeah. this year, and and really backing what Arsenal are doing. Yeah, you know, Arteta's doing miracles on like six hundred million pounds. Yeah, so. mate, he has. You're right. He has worked miracles on an absolute shoestring. Yeah. Again, this summer, not being back properly. Nope. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what what in a midfielder? He gets Declan Rice. Come on, for what hundred and twenty million quid? Hmm. How can you expect anyone? To challenge for anything when you're only buying a player's worth 120 million quid. Once a defender gets Julian Timber, never even heard of him. And Kai Havertz, what's he ever won? Well, mind you, the last one you can you can keep that one. Uh, Abin Verma has been a member of the academy for 27 months. Says big up John Shin. Shout out. Yeah, we just go fuck ourselves. Yeah, uh, thanks for that. Abin. I thought <laughs> we were friends. Also, Nolan is half British and was educated in England, hence the weird American British accent. Oh wow, the more you know. Yeah. Anish Joshi has been a member of the academy for 33 months. Says Smithfield Hall at eight, right? Um, I've got a Yankees game. Yeah, you are, aren't you? Well, I am if I fucking run and get out of here. I've got to check into my room. <laughs> I think you've just been sailing along today in like a bit of a daze. And we've just been like, stay, grab that mic. Stay, stand in front of that camera for us. Stay, we've got the presser now. Stay, look, there's Eric Sanag. Stay, John Shin's going to drive you over there. Can I, can, I just, can I just say something? Of course you can. No. Oh, sorry, mate. Guys, you should just you should know these guys work super hard. Show them a lot of love. Show, Show up, John. John, John <laughs> I just want to include it in right, there. Can we just let's like listen? I appreciate the sentiment. He's been sat on his couch for about two hours, <laughs> and I've been sat next to him for most of it. Right? Yeah. Like, at the press conference, me and him were basically just can messing I, about. Can I tell you a story? Can I tell you a story about the 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 press conference? Obviously, I couldn't go inside because I didn't have the media clearance. Well, I you was did, sitting we, outside. We, 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 we told you to wait outside. Oh, is that <laughs> fuck's sake! Our driver's gonna be out there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I was sitting There's outside. There's lots of space. John Shin, no, no, he's not in it. Don't worry about John Shin. Just carry on. Carry on about him. So I was sitting outside, and then obviously I can't go in. It's hot as hell. And then I see somebody walking towards me. And it was Eric Ten Hag, and he smiled at me, and I smiled at him back. What boring that story, was, John. That was it. That was it. That's all I got. I mean, these guys are actually in there. What, are, what, what do you want from me? That's all I can do. John, it don't matter. Because no one has any good questions. No one. Apart from Maka. Well, I smiled at him. So, and he Adam smiled McCall at me did. back. Adam McCall did. He asked a question that was quite interesting. I want to know about Kobe Maynard. 
Kobe. Maybe. Maybe. I want to know about the ban. I know. Well, why didn't you do it? Why didn't you do your thing about heckling ban questions that you've always wanted to do? That was your opportunity. It wasn't, was it? I didn't have the permission. No. Especially, especially when we started, we'd have yeah. been like, how oh, about well, you shut up, you yeah. fucking helmet? <laughs> yeah. Hey, we've all just got in here. We're going to wreck it straight away. Yeah. Like, I, plays, I, I, you've got to like, do it gradually, haven't you? Over a, a period of time. But yeah, I, I hear that. The Your outlet's is, still going. Wow. Yeah. This is the thing. Like it was a blog. Hey, this is the thing, well. It's, it's like, at the end of it all, you don't really know much more than you started, do you? No. It's not like, oh, well, that's, that's good. That's, it's that's not like the days that. of Fergie where he would do his press conference and you might get five minutes talking to him to find out what actually goes on. Mm. That was when journalists, people like David Meek, pioneers, people who took their publication forward, not folded it up and rammed it up someone's ass. Like, that's a proper journalist. He had yeah. a relationship with Alex Ferguson. He could go and find something and stand it up with the actual source. Now you go, are you trying to sign blah, blah, blah? I don't talk about the players. Like, you know what they're going to say. You I, just got to, you're playing the game to ask. He's playing the game to answer. And you then you get your line where he says he said nothing. Exactly. Bullshit. There's no actual journalism going on. Do your fucking job. Because you'll have that headline, won't you? Of like, Tanag answers Kane question. Yeah. And his answer was, I'm not talking about Ali Kane. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't even say Ali Kane. He said, I'm not talking about a player who doesn't. Do you know the question I would have asked? So we were at a school called, what was it called? Pingy. Pingry. Pingry. Pingry, right? We were at a school called Pingry. I have no idea whether this is college level, high school level, whatever level it is, but it's fucking Premier League level in terms of facilities. Someone, journalistic wise, could have done a a fucking question there and said, listen, this place has got facilities better than Manchester United have got. (laughs) Can we have a thought on like... Is there maybe something that football in England can learn from some of the facilities in America? There's a lot of things you could have asked. You didn't do shit. Boring fucking questions about Mason Greenwood that he's not going to answer and Hoyland that he's not going to answer. Or the Harry Kane that he's going to answer. Glazers. Yeah. Tell us about the Glazers. No. Do you think the club's getting sold, Eric? Why would I know? Tell us, what about Mason Greenwood? I'm not getting to that. Ali Kane? No, no. Fine. Okay. I mean, there is such a role for me there to be the journalism heckler. <laughs> Uh, Shit question, heckler. Actually. You could have answered those questions before. I could. You done. knew. You knew the answers to those questions. We all did before yeah. he answered them. <laughs> and we're all right. He's not answering it. But but then the headline is he answers the Mason Greenwood question. Mason Greenwood update. The update is I'm not telling you out. Danny Shields. This is one for you, son. Any announcement on the Dublin thing? Looking to make a weekend of it with a Paddock FC match, Paddock event, and United match, but I have to travel across country and sort accommodation. Etc. The Paddock fan event. We're Couldn't moving, do it. it we're, too quick. We're, we're, we're listen. Unfortunately, you know we all have. Other we thought we had a legend, and we didn't have a legend. And then Jay suggested someone else, and I didn't want that someone else. No. I want to keep it top tier. He did. He's <laughs> right. And I, I, when I say suggested, you suggested someone as well. It was we were spitballing ideas. Well, no, you rang me up and go, "You're not. You're going to say no, but I yeah. want to throw it you." Yeah, anyway. I know because I, I knew you'd say no, and he did. <laughs> and I got it. But sometimes I like to have that conversation with him just so he can tell me to shut up. And he did. Um, but when we do an event, we like to do it top to as Steve said. So we are going to be doing an event in September, I think it's going to be, in Dublin. Paddock FC? We're playing. I think we're just waiting for the confirmation of the United match that's going to be on that day, but not in Dublin because they play the day after in Dublin. Yeah. So our match will dovetail around the United match. So hopefully we find a venue where you can watch the match and then pop over the road and watch us. Then we're all out for the night, and then obviously we're all at the United game on the uh, the Sunday. Should be good. 
Should be good, man. I'm looking. Do you know what? I'm going. I'm not going to be there, but I've got to go and spend some time. I am because you was on the bench. I know I was. We didn't tell you me know. like him, him, Joe, and Matt were all on the bench. I was up for that as well. I said to him, if you give me one minute, and I mean one minute, I'll come on. <laughs> Don't give me ten because I'll die. But Where, unfortunately. Right, do you know what? I, I, I'd, I'd have to have a word with him. Say, don't give me, a, don't give me a position. I'm <laughs> just gonna the... run. I'm gonna run around for a minute to try and kick the ball. <laughs> that is what. Like, I've did it once when I used to do this business league, and I was an assistant coach, and the coach uh -huh. brought me on, and he went, right, I just want you to sit in front of the. Shut up, you dickhead. <laughs> I'm trying to kick the ball, I've got a minute, and I ran around. And I still He's got yellow it. boots on. Yeah. Kick him, yeah. and then I'm done. I'm not having a position. <laughs> Put the tactics board away. <laughs> so yeah, I was. I'd already sorted it with him, but unfortunately, we have to postpone my debut for Paddock do you know what I mean which is a shame because it'd be there for the record books wouldn't it appearances one in bracket no one <laughs> appearances one goals none passes so passes completion no <laughs> successful tackles zero Lawless. do you know what I'd love to do I'd have to do it in the right way though get booked that'd be great do you know Come what I mean if I had the minute. opportunity yeah passes zero shot zero tackle one. zero <laughs> yellow cards one that'd be great I might do that I might just run on and handball it um, anyway, producer Ethan, oh, wow. I think he's trying to tell me something <laughs> because he's going like this. He's either telling me what he's going to plan on doing later or he's reminding me of something. And that is, this is sack free summer. Sack free? No. Smooth, Smooth sack. sack summer. Thank you. Do you know what? I've hit rock bottom here. You're correcting me on a, on a, on a manscaped read. <laughs> I think this is the lowest step of my career. Uh, it's Smooth Sack Summer and our friends at Manscaped, trademarks, have got you covered. Yeah. Millions, I think it's eight million now, men worldwide use Manscaped. The reason for that, because the mint, yeah, absolutely, they have got you covered with the performance package. It's the 4.0. We don't bother with a 3.0 or 2.0 nonsense, yeah. And you've got everything you could want. You've got the on-off switch, multifunctional on-off switch, yeah. A torch. You've got a torch, LED type torch, yeah. Plus, you've got the boxer briefs. You've got the crop reviver, the crop toner. You've got the shears 2.0. We get 10,000 likes. We're going to do Jay's on the next live. He is. He is. <laughs> if we get 20,000 likes, we're going to do Steve's. Yeah? When I say we, he's going to do them himself for you guys. So, make sure you click on the link in the description because it's 20% off and free shipping because let's face facts, right? It's warm here. It's warm wherever you are. We know it's warm. You want to be smooth down there. You don't be sweating and minging and just being a bit uh and with manscapes you get the nice toner you get the nice reviver you get all that so you smell nice you look good it's all smooth it's all sorted click on the link in the description 20 percent off use the code paddock tour yeah tour there you go tour thank you your balls will thank you this summer mm. eric snag wow was asked questions shit ones yeah about players leaving and that one player has gone, or is going, we know about, Anthony Langer. I wanted to get your thoughts on this because I think there's an automatic default setting with a lot of fans, and we've all been guilty of it, is outrage. Yeah? You find out... How dare you? I know, I know this is going to come as a shot to you especially. I think you find out any information about anything to do Manchester United, and the instincts of several million people is to display outrage immediately. Yeah. So you go, well, we've signed who? Eric who? Cantona? Rubbish. That happened. Yeah. <laughs> What? Who is it? We've won what? The treble? Pathetic. What? Ronaldo's won what? The Ballon d'Or? Get rid. Right? There's always that element. And I've seen today that Anthony Langer's being sold for 15 million quid. And I saw a lot of outrage about it. Hmm. I wanted to get your thoughts. I think we get low-balled. Um, I think if that player plays for anyone else, 
Like you, you've seen like the likes of James Trafford going for like twenty million. Do you know what I hate this James Trafford? No offense to your son, but I hate him. He should play for Bolton. Because every single thing now in life is based around James Trafford went yeah. for nine million. And you quid. look at some of the it prices is, that other players have got. Like man on the moon, isn't it? When you look at how much know, we can put um how many appearances he's got, the fact he's international, this, that, another, whether, whether he's surplus to requirements or not, Gordon went for, what, 50 million? Do you know what I mean? Flash. Yeah. Yeah. But what, but what is the problem with that? Is it simply because we lack the bargaining skill on the table? Or is it Clearly. a reputation thing? We walked into buy Aaron Maguire. They went 80 million. And we spent three months nudging it north by a million until we ended up paying what they told us for three no, months No, 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 you're wrong. We paid 80 million plus 5 million add-ons. Because my dad, if he walked in there, he would haggle like there's no tomorrow and get you that price is that the same are we translating from a market from a business perspective the same way is that what we're lacking we've been shit for years haven't we we have and we are the only thing we'll say with Alango is I like Alango and he's played 55 times for United when he's 21 years old yeah he's got he's, good he's experience he's a Swedish international absolutely but he's not had the greatest 18 months and I actually think sometimes with a player there's a bit of unknown and you go he might be amazing and I think with Alango he's almost established that he's not amazing I think he's a good player, but I think to he's go basic, long, yeah, to go that long without scoring or assisting, and also some of his performances go. Mm. And I like the kid; he's a good on his pro. But I think that might have undone him. I think if he'd have played fewer games, or if he'd have, say he had that spell where he first burst on the scene, the goal against Southampton, Leeds, and, and Atletico Madrid, and then we were sold him. Mm-hmm. I think you get like 25, 30 mil because people. Right, you kid. go and find me another twenty-one-year-old that's an international for his country that you yeah. can get for fifteen million with that the amount of Premier League games. You, there's probably I don't know there's probably some out there around around that but I just I kind of feel with Alanga yeah you're right probably should have got a little bit more but I don't think much more I've been honest I think it kind of yeah, makes not, sense it wasn't 50 but no. it would have been like if it had been 25 I don't think anyone would have a problem and then people are going why would you care because it well, might it be matters. affecting us but, on the FFP we had, this, we had this last season didn't we with um, Garner when he went to Everton yeah. Everyone was like, I, I, "What? Him? What's going on at Ghana? He's amazing. He didn't play for him for about six months, did he? He's been injured though. Yeah, so I know he was injured, but and he, I know he has come. You know, he has done well recently, and he obviously helps him stay up. I think he's played it right back, and he went to the, he did well for the under twenty ones as well, didn't they? They won the trophy. Um, but I just, I feel like at United now, what happens is, and when you see it on the Fergie, when you're successful, right, you sell players like Danny Higginbottom for decent money because people go, well, he's been at United." It must be good. United have just won, you know, the fifth league title in seven years. All right, he's only played ten games, but if you're playing ten games for that Man United team, you must be decent. So you're worth a few quid. Now it's like I know recently done okay, but we haven't got that X factor we used to have, mm-hmm. and I think that hurts you a little bit because yeah. now it's like well, United have just finished six and they're getting rid of this kid who can't get in the team. He can't be that good, as is the case. Do you know what I mean? And it's that's why it is annoying when I see City doing all these deals because I think some of those players ain't all that. Right. They're just associated with Manchester City who unfortunately have, you know, via 115 charges, have won a load of trophies. So I think that undoes us a little bit. I think if United were to win the league next season, I know we're not going to, but if we did, and then we started selling these players at a similar calibre to when we are now, you'd get more money because people go, oh, United are back, mm, they must be good. Do you know what I mean? I think right. that's what's hurting us a little bit. But and I, also the fact that unlike your dad, we're crap at <laughs> No, but I think there is an element, if we're, I mean, it's not all doom and gloom in my view because I think there is an element of this ruthlessness that's sort of coming back you know this idea that if you're going to play for Manchester United if you're going to work for Manchester United in any capacity if you're going to be involved with Manchester United I think there there are these standards that we're going to sort of keep and the the, the duration or the threshold for that standard I think 
has gotten a little tighter, a little shorter. I yeah. mean, you know, all every every Manchester United fan out there feels a little bit gutted about how what's what's happened with David Gea. But if you look at it in, in another perspective, it's kind of like we're moving on. You know, there's no element of emotional tying or things like that. So in, in some ways, I think with respect to at least youth players, I think there needs to be this identification of do they have a future. How much of a potential are they, and then move them on? Because it's not just uh, it's not just Anthony Lango. We've seen that in the past. We've seen we've seen Gomez. We've seen even T. Trong. I I I love a player like that. Axel Twanzebe. He's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's a lot of these players. I feel like have a lot of potential. They have their some have longer moments, but they have that moment where I know the price is sort of there. We just got to take it and go. You know what I mean? I just feel like Manchester United maybe can improve in those areas. I just think we're shocking at selling players, and I think we we went through this area with era with Woodward where. All he tried to do was be best mates with all the different agents and would take them all out and this, that, and the other. But they were playing him as much as he was trying to play them and doing it badly, I think. Yeah. Like, George Mendes would sell him any old tat because he'd buy it because he thought he was making him super best friends. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, you're right. I think, as well, the, the thing that annoys me most with selling players is, like, okay, I get your point on the Alanga thing, and I get your point as well that you've made on the players. Well, some of our players, and someone's mentioned this in the chat, it's like they go for pennies. Like, Dylan Levitt went for, what, 300 grand or someone? Sorry, forgive me. Someone's mentioned this in the chat. And then you see, like, was it Nico Williams? It was not that much better. 20 mil. 20 mil. Is he 40-odd times better than Dylan Levitt? No. Do you know what I mean? Why is he going for what is a decent price? And why are we just basically giving a player away? And even, like, you know, we've done it this summer, haven't we? Zidane's gone for pennies. Um, who else has gone? I know you mentioned Tom, but obviously that's different. Um, but we've, we've, there's players that have gone, like, you know, half a mil or whatever, and you think... Mm, really? That's a bit odd. Especially when you look around and you see teams that aren't better than us getting rid of some of their fr- fringe players for sort of four, five, six. Chelsea are doing absolute madness on the sales oh, of shit. God. They, they, they have this thing, don't they, Chelsea? And City's sort of been doing it as well, where they will get all the best teenagers, best youngsters. You remember when Frank Lampard had that transfer ban and he recalled 60 players from loan? You're like, well, you've not got a transfer ban and bought Pulisic and bought Kovacic. That's not a ban. But you had all these players on loan because Chelsea just... You know, they won the FA Youth Cup five times in the spin because they're just buying all the best teenagers and, you know, sticking them in schools in Chelsea because it's all legit like it is at Sir. Um, and then, you know, two years later when they're all ready to be sold, they don't need any of them. Do you know what I mean? Oh, we cheat better. We need to cheat better, don't we? We're not very good at the cheating. Like with the, the whole betting thing with the city, buy an actual bookies and give them money. <laughs> don't just, like, get, like, shit off, off like, online. I know, I know. It's so, it's so dumb. Be better. Yeah, you think we would be. We miss the dark arts, don't we? Yeah. We're just rubbish. Do you know what I mean? That's the problem. We're just rubbish at those things. Black Ops Department at United. You could add that. Yeah. That'd be good. Heckling. Journalist Heckling at the, the presser and the Black Ops, Ops Department. Let me call up a good name for it. Black Ops Department. Steve's Nefarious Activity Squad. <laughs> nefarious Activity Squad. <laughs> no, Department. Department. Nefarious Activity Department. Yeah. Yeah. NAD. NADS, for uh, for short. Yeah. Um, RAF22 says, J in capital, so he's trying to get me attention. He's succeeded. The reason our players go for peanuts is because maybe they're just not good in the eyes of other clubs. United Academy isn't what it used to be. We don't have gems anymore. I beg to differ somewhat. We're still producing to a level that shits all over other Premier League yeah. teams. We still, you know, have had some very good players come through the academy. wasn't that long ago when the FA Youth Cup. And you look at some of the players that have come through our academy and gone on to do well at other clubs, if not Absolutely. United. We might struggle a little bit getting players into the United first team, 
but we've had players, haven't we, that have Absolutely. gone on and had big careers or exactly. are having big careers at the minute. So I think somewhere in the middle is probably right. We can be better. Certain players, you're not just going to get big money for any player that comes through the academy. Right. And you never really have always done that. I know when the Fergie when we were successful, you get a lot of money for certain players, but players have to show a bit. But I just feel like, yeah, it's Wonder not... how much of that was the Fergie Godfather element because Fergie used to like ring every new manager every time they got a job. Need any players? You speak to me. Imagine that. Imagine Fergie rings you and he just goes, do you need any players? And you're like, no. Do you need any players? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're gonna give yeah. us you're yeah. gonna give us eight mil for this lad. Is oh. he made any first team players? No. Oh. I, I Is he good though? Fergie said he's good though. Yeah. I, I didn't listen. I said you're giving us eight million. Stop with the questions. Yeah. I'll right. drop him off tomorrow. We need to go back to that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, remember, two envelopes of cash. Yeah. They're both going to the same place. Yeah. Don't worry about the agent. I know him. <laughs> I'll sort that. Yeah. It's all sorted. Yeah. There was a bit of that one there. Do you know what I mean? My favorite Fergie one is when was it? Was it was it summers at Preston, and the, the he recorded all the loanies when his son got sacked, and then stopped him using Carrington as well. It was just like a bonfire, wasn't it? It was just Love like it. right, that's it. and then and then other people like who mates with Fergie, like Tony Pulis and all that, recorded their players. <laughs> See, he is the Godfather. We need to get back to that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Sticking little fingers in every pie. Yeah, we miss that. Do you know what I mean? Right, loads of people or one person, lots of times. He's talking about Mbappé for sale. I don't care that Mbappé's for sale. I'll be honest with you. Yeah? As Steve would say, that's like us being 21 years old and someone called Kelly Brooks single. Right, nice one. Gives a minute. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mbappé could be for sale for the next He's not years. coming to United. He isn't. The yeah. only chance that that's got any sort of possibility is if we were took over by Qatar this summer. And no one's ever mentioned that. <laughs> so I don't reckon that's going to happen. Oh, he did answer about the owners though, didn't he? No. <laughs> He did answer about Greenwood, though, didn't he? Nope. Right. Harry Kane? No. <laughs> did he answer about David De Gea? Sort of. He went, yeah, it'd be nice for him to get like a farewell in front of his fans. Next question. <laughs> Do you know what, though? He's better than Pep. As a manager, obviously. But in pre Pep's <laughs> the worst at press conference. He don't want to answer something. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, he's like, and he gets his reputation. Oh, Pep's so great at the press. He's not. He's just, they're all the same. Klopp's the same. Klopp can be a nightmare. You've seen him getting proper moody, haven't you? With, with, uh, Arguing with journalists, even when they were where they're right. I know. Like getting like an, an innocuous question and he sees his ass. It's like, what is wrong with you? Do you know I, could, I could make him flash, I reckon. Klopp? Easily. <laughs> I don't think you need to ask the question. I think you do it somehow. somehow just being in the press conference. Just staring at him. What? <laughs> in the front row. <laughs> with your kecks around your ankles. Um, listen. It's a bit of a short one today because some people have pointed out, I'm going to ask you some questions that people are asking. No one's high. Nope. Right? Steve is alive. He's all right. He's been putting in the hours in. Bless him. Yeah. And John Shin isn't a lot bigger than me and Steve. Just tired. He's just a tired little soldier and he's got a busy night ahead of him. So we're doing a shorter brew today. Yeah. And it's not just because John's on and we thought, all right, what's it for? 20 odd minutes of him. That's more than you know. Um, Joe, what? Having 20 minutes of John though is not as bad as fucking going to lunch with Joe McGrath. Joe McGrath. <laughs> Joe McGrath. <right? laughs> he's in there. Yeah. Honestly, he asked four Mr. questions a minute. Mr. Positive. Shut the fuck Mr. up. Mr. Happy. Honestly. When he's not kicking... You can tell he's been on the radio, can't you? Just got to fill that dead air with noise. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what's your, what's your favourite song? Oh, what's your favourite colour? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's your favourite number in the, in the 1700s? <laughs> 
1988, man. I don't know why. It's an experience going out for dinner with Joe McGrath and Steve Brilliant, Nelson. brilliant. It's Shut proper yin and yang. Hey, you've got a really positive, happy... Yeah, you've got a really positive, happy person and you've got to stay. You stay in it. Do you know what I mean? So, John likes it, though, because John got away from being told to shut absolutely, the fuck up. Absolutely, absolutely. He, he didn't get told to shut the fuck up for at least four minutes. Which <laughs> is probably a record with these two being together. Yep. Um, so, yeah. But I was just, I'm, I'm grateful, Joe McGrath. He helped us with a preview this morning. Absolutely. By kicking over the tripod and then putting his, embo- uh, his umbrella in front of the camera <laughs> and distracting <laughs> producer Ethan. It was just amazing. It was like having two producers. I was so grateful. Oh. Uh, but it's great that Joe McGrath's here, Ronaldo Brown's here, John Shin's here, Uslar here, obviously. Joe Smith's here. He's giving me some hand signals as well. I don't know what uh, that was. Reminding me to thank Manscaped for sponsoring this podcast. Go and check out the link in the description. It's Paddock Tour. Yeah? 20% off and free shipping. John Shin, the only John Shin on the internet that matters. Where can people find you? You can find me on my YouTube channel, at GoodVibeJohn. I am also a Manscaped sponsor, but use the paddock code. What? <laughs> yeah, use the paddock code. Use the Start paddock plugging code. your own <laughs> Manscaped on here, sunshine. <laughs> no, hey, no, no. I like the fact you went, I'm, I'm, also, <laughs> I'm also a Manscaped sponsor, but use the paddock one. Oh, that's nice. You didn't see your own fucking paddock. Sometimes there's just no rules, you know what I mean? Hey, use the code. That's very that? kind of you. Paddock tour? So I just had one? a message through. Joe McGrath says, in aid of supporting... Uh, the paddock tour. You get away from that tripod. He will happily uh, take any of the photos of your cock and balls to show us how clean they are um, straight into his DMs. <laughs> so share those with us and uh, and enjoy the rest of your night. <laughs> right. Um, thank you. <laughs> it's funny, right? On here, it's like a doctor's waiting room. And in there, it's chaos. Yeah, let's yeah. just... Uh... They're all, all giddy. And we're like, <laughs> people on here are actually like, look like they're about to lose the will to live. Anyway, big thanks to Manscaped. Big thanks to John Shin. Big thanks to Stephen Allison for persevering with us. And a big thank you to you lot for getting involved in the comments and the chat. If you've not done already, subscribe to the channel. want to get to 800,000 subscribers with your support. By tomorrow. By tomorrow. Oh, we're we, fucking it off. Yeah, we can do that. That's been John Shin. That's been Stephen Allison. Abba J-Boy. This has been The Brew. Live from the US of A. Thanks for watching. New York. Sports Social Podcast Network.